Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to episode one, official episode one of Have We Made It Yet podcast. My name is Josh Yang. And I'm Lucas Singh. And at the top of our shows, we're going to do with the classic existential question, Lucas, have you made it yet? Absolutely not. But Josh, have you made it yet? <sighs> no. No, I haven't. I, I wanted to wanted to think about it and yeah, yeah. it was it, it didn't take very long so yes no have not made it yet um mm-hmm. for those of you who are just tuning in uh i am an aspiring comedian just started about six months ago mm-hmm. uh, in the great city of toronto same city here but also i'm an actor in the great city of toronto mm-hmm. and we're both going on with our creative dreams man so it's pretty pretty damn fun it's pretty it's a pro it's a process it's a process right yeah 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 like yeah. this podcast like this podcast it's a it's a process as you can probably tell it looks a little bit better than the the first little bit of stuff with, but you know what that's that's part of the process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah so this is the first uh, official episode so we'll give a basic rundown of the um kind of the format mm-hmm. so the have we made it yet is is trying to go into the question that every artist or entertainer aspiring entertainer asks themselves is like what point is the point where it's like you feel like you're you're there mm-hmm. you're at you know the pinnacle of being like a musician or like you've made it as a musician made it as a actor made it as yeah. a comedian and since we're both very new into the mm-hmm. into the process how long have you been doing it again uh since like last may last may so it's been less than a year and Man, it's frightening, and I'm sure you can attest to yeah. the things that we have been put through in terms of making it. Yeah, and you know we're just at the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. and we're just getting into it. And we thought uh, it might be a good idea to do a podcast. Uh, for me, uh, I always had that idea a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, starting to do comedy. A lot of comedians do podcasts yeah, yeah. Uh, in order to show more, showcase themselves a bit more, try mm-hmm. to develop a uh, an audience, a gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really helps in terms of the model for like comedians, modern comedians nowadays is, you know, if you can develop an audience and as you tour, uh, if that audience can comes out to your shows, that's like, that's your value to the clubs for sure. And, uh, for an actor, I mean, what, give us your thought process behind, uh, an an actor wanting to do like a a podcast. You know what? Like, to be honest, I, I I'm not really sure how it would really help me in terms of like getting roles or like getting in touch with casting directors but at the same time at least it's more for a selfish reason for myself because it's right now i'm just trying to be more comfortable in front of the camera Mm -hmm. so i think this is kind of helping me of course 
podcast, we only think audio, but of course we have like a video component there too. Yeah. And again, selfish reason, I just want to catalog my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we go by things so quickly. Audition rooms, auditions are so fast. You only have like five minutes in there and you never really have enough time to process what you're going through. But I think here amongst good friends like yourself oh, yeah. there, then I can really like delve into what I bombed on, what I feel our success is, the funny yeah. stories along the way that we've all met with. So yeah. this is just a good way to have fun with this and catalog it. Absolutely. Um, I totally agree. I think we're in a, we're in a unique position because um, like starting a podcast, I was thinking like maybe I just try to find another comedian to do it. And then like, what would we talk about? Just comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think because we're both at a similar stage, we're, uh-huh. you know, just starting out uh, kind of adjacent fields. Yeah. Yeah. So there are areas where we can talk and commiserate about, but you know, we can also learn from each other's areas. And I think that's, that's interesting in that as we make more episodes of the podcast, as we start uh, doing more like more shows for me, writing more material, yeah, you yeah. doing more auditions, getting roles, <laughs> uh, we can go through our experiences from like young, naive uh, people in the industry yeah, to yeah. you know when things happen, we can we can break them here, we can share our thoughts about it here, and I think oh, that's yeah. a that's an interesting journey where if we develop an audience, mm-hmm. then that audience can stay with us from the very beginning all the way to like wherever this leads. Exactly. And I think that's, that's, that's an interesting, I think it'll be an interesting thing to see even yeah. just year in, year out. And I think the funny thing is every time when we do start this podcast at the beginning, we'll always yeah. ask each other, Josh and I will ask each other, yeah. have you made it yet? And you know, eventually hopefully there will be days when we just don't say no, maybe there'll yeah. be a day then, but there will be like, you know what? I'm not fully there yet, yeah. but I feel like I'm getting a lot oh, closer. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when we start building momentum and it'll start getting more and more and more fun as we go along. Yeah. And you know what? Pretty much, if anything, well, probably maybe not the end of the podcast, but I mean, that's like almost like the ultimate goal of the podcast is like yeah. to be able to ask each other and say, at least maybe one of us be able to say, yeah. have you made it yet? And just be like, yeah, <laughs> I've made it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so... We, we kind of started doing this, uh, got, got the idea in November, mm-hmm. uh, and then over the break, we kind of went back, did some more research. We managed to get these, this equipment yeah, uh, yeah. rented out just to give it a, a run through. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of, yeah, going through the first, epi- first few episodes and f- figuring out, you know, a little bit more of our chemistry. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I think we already have a pretty decent chemistry. We've known each other for how long, do you think? Oh, man, like, I think one of the first times I met you was summer of 2017 summer 2017 or 16 20 yeah it was uh summer 2016 16 definitely because i remember what was our anniversary date josh oh well i think it's <laughs> i think it was end of august Are or something blushing already what? no um, no um but okay so i think what it was was uh our mutual friend andrew yeah yeah oh great guy <laughs> he's uh he'll be he's he's just jealous of us doing this without him yeah yeah uh but yeah so andrew i knew from sfu (laughs) we both went to simon fraser university and uh, he was like one of my best friends uh, throughout university and he moved out to toronto (laughs) and he's been like telling uh, our friend group it's like oh you got to come out of toronto because we're both from vancouver both lucas and i (laughs) are from vancouver yep and uh lucas actually moved out here way before me and when i came out here on my way to europe to do like an exchange mm-hmm. i decided to stop in toronto for a couple weeks nice uh in the end of 
uh, summer 2016. Right, right, right. To give Toronto like a trial run. Just yeah. To, you know, figure out how I feel about the city, whether or not it's someplace I'd want to come. Uh, uh -huh. And after two weeks, it was like, yeah, 100%, this is where I want to be. Was it that fast for you that you just realized you want to be mm -hmm. not in Vancouver? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it was just because the vibe was so different from Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the situation in Vancouver, I'd be living at home if I were to, you know, stay there. I just, True. that's one of the reasons, like, the second I graduated, saved up a little bit more money, moved, yeah. out, moved out here mm -hmm. January of 2018. But the first time I remember... Is actually pretty kismet because we we uh, met at Yuck Yucks. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I I'd seen live comedy in Toronto. Nice. And at that time, I wasn't thinking about comedy. Like that wasn't something I was thinking of doing. Yeah. But uh, just the fact that that was the first thing uh, we went to, mm -hmm. and it was so different. Like I went to the comedy mix in Vancouver a few times mm -hmm. beforehand, and there would be like maybe four or five comedians in total in that night but right. the night that we went which was uh nubian night mm -hmm. which was like an all an all uh black actually there were a couple of people that weren't black but it was like that was the theme yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah of yeah. the night uh -huh. and it was like so different from anything i'd seen in vancouver comedy wise mm -hmm. and there were just people there were just comedians after comedians is like at a certain point like I was amazed at how many there were, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the headliner came out. It was funny because when we first went in there, we didn't even know what Nubian means or anything like that. And then, like by the third comedian, I'm like, "Oh, there is a trend," <laughs> and the host was also black too. Yeah. And I remember they, of all, not only were the comedians black too, majority yeah. of them were black, but the whole crowd was black too. Yes. And so, uh, was it just us or was Ryan also there too? No, I don't think Ryan. Uh, another mutual friend, my roommate. Yeah. Uh, from Vancouver. No, he wasn't there at the time. So they, they put, of course, the three Asians yeah. right smack middle front row. Yeah. And I'm sure they were already telling the comedians in the back, like, guys, if you guys need a target, like, <laughs> those are the ones to go for. Because, I mean, we were pretty roasted yeah. by the end of the night. We were. At, at the end of the night, the comedian was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And, oh, these guys. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, as an audience member, you should be able to take oh, take sure. the hits. It's all fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny. That was the first that was the first time we met. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, we sat in the front, you know, got to know you. And it's like that was, f like, first time I heard. It's like, oh, yeah, you're from Vancouver. You right. came out here um, <laughs> to... To get into the, I think, film industry here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, it was like when I moved out here, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in January, that's when we, you know, um, caught up again. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, since then, it's been great, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I remember one of the first impressions I got of you when I first met you. Man, like, you went into my apartment without me being there. Oh, my, right. <laughs> yeah. And I, we were, um... You know, yes. For the Vancouver folks who are listening to this, yeah. uh, they they have something called the CNE here, which is kind of the film, uh, kind of similar to what the PNE is in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I live with my girlfriend here, and um, we were going to the CNE together here. Yeah. And you needed a place to stop by before we took a streetcar to the CNE. I wasn't home for some reason yet, but my girlfriend was home. Yeah. And when I when I came through the door, I didn't realize you were already there. Yeah. And I was like. Who the hell is this guy? And then you're like, oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm one of Andrew's friends. I'm Josh and everything like that. But I just remember, like, man, how'd you get access to my apartment? Yeah. So 
Can you actually refresh my mind how you got access to my apartment? Oh, you know, I paid the doorman. Like, you know, just slipped him a slipped him a twenty. Just slipped him, and it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, go right up. So <laughs> your security's pretty lax. It's really, it's really easy to yeah. get into this place. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think that actually might have been the first time in a, in like two year or a year and a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when uh, like last time like you actually saw me and it was just sitting in your apartment and i think it was like your your girlfriend and, and another friend who were here right, right, right and like they didn't that was the first time i met them too so basically <laughs> there was a lot of trust going on from the very beginning to be like okay there's this asian guy who's now in this apartment that, yeah, yeah yeah you know apparently andrew we all know mutually know <laughs> but he's just here and it's like cool you know I was just chatting with them, and then, like, <laughs> you came, and then you're just chatting, ca- catching up, and it's like, okay. So I'm not a serial killer, which is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I remember that was a rather odd way to be introduced to, like, some new, <laughs> some brand new people. No uh, Yeah, but, no, that was that was, uh, that was also a good time. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember my first impression of you was um, just straight up one of the nicest guys. He's one of the nicest guys. I was like just so nice and welcoming. Like you know, you de- you never met me before on that on the on the Nubian night and yuck yucks. And he was like, oh, so so like interested in you know what I had to say, and it was just it meant a lot. And um, <laughs> and um, I just you don't know how much. Okay, that's my acting. Is that nice? That's, nice. I just okay. Clearly, we should stay in each other's lanes <laughs> or stay in our own lanes. But, um, yeah, I just remember, great guy, and since coming here back, it, you, you guys have, like, a bit of an Asian crew out here, so very welcoming. It was really great transition uh-huh. uh, when I first came out to Toronto, and yeah, yeah. I, I honestly couldn't think of anybody else that Stop I would want to do this, it. that I would want to do this podcast with. Dude, because, yeah. before we start, like, blowing too much smoke up our asses, thank yeah. you for also being in the creative arts, too, because, you know, like... I think we can talk about this in another episode, too. But it's the classic kind of um, Asian upbringing to have a, a really kind of a, you know, a, a standard job that people understand. It's like yeah. if you're in accounting, you account for things. Yes, that's <laughs> what accountants, <laughs> yeah. that's what accountants do. Yeah. You know, when you're an uh, engineer, you you engineer, you know, like yeah. people yeah, people yeah, actually yeah. actually have like an archetype of what those occupations yeah. do. But it's like... Yeah. You know, when you do a comedian, people only have, like, the the very, very top of their craft people that they know. They don't right. know about the struggles. They don't know about the grind it takes yeah. to even be a D-class comedian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, D-class. Like, I don't even know if there are exact classes, but, like, D-class, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it takes a long time. It takes a long time to yeah. get to even a place where you can make a living off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's different between acting and, and comedy because if it's something that I really want to do, like, mm-hmm. there's no money in it. So, like, I'm, which is why, like, I'm more um, kind of amazed, well, not really amazed, impressed, respect your mm. decision to go, you know, head first into it, mm. get into uh, a film school uh, from what you uh, were doing before. But mm-hmm. what you were doing before was also kind of uh, industry related. Yeah. Uh, and then going into acting. Whereas me, I got, I kind of got to just do it, you know, while maintaining a nine to five. No. Until no. something happens. If something happens, then maybe I'll make a decision. Yeah. But, you know, for me, yeah, I just got to make a way to pay the rent, but sure. also do this as kind of like a, a very strong hobby. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Almost like a second life hobby. But, 
Yeah, so, I mean, we've known each other for a few years now, uh-huh. and I think this is, um, this is a good starting point yeah. for our, our podcast. And then as we, you know, get more into it and we can develop more experience, mm-hmm. I think we'll be able to know more about each other, learn more things yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about each other's experiences and yeah, personalities. Yeah. And then I think if that's not the main part of the podcast, <laughs> eventually we'll we'll know enough people kind of similar level at us yeah, yeah, or yeah. even those who are further down the road mm-hmm. uh, to making it. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll try to get some guests no doubt come up and really get into you know why they're also doing what they're doing what they yeah, consider yeah. is making it <laughs> and um i love it man yeah uh should we cut down for a break yeah we could do yeah we could do a break awesome all right all right we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be back uh with some of these fake sponsors because <laughs> we don't we don't have we don't have real sponsors yeah all right bye-bye Here's a quick message from our fake sponsors, uh, Beats by Doctor. Uh, highly recommended. Little little purple vegetable root root vegetables that you put into your salad. Beets, a high source of antioxidants, and uh, is good for your liver. Uh, apparently, uh, may improve your uh, stamina, decrease in heart disease. Uh, Beats, Beats by Doctor. Yeah, it's a fake. It's a fake ad, so it doesn't really doesn't really matter. And we are back from our break. Uh, I hope you enjoyed those fake sponsors. Again, they are fake. Please do not sue us. <laughs> They're all in in uh, under protected under parody laws. Um, parody yeah. laws is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a freedom of speech uh, thing. Oh, you're being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, come on, freedom of speech, like, you can use, you know, official brands or whatever as long as it's specifically parodying it under, like, an artistic form of expression, yada, yada. You're Uh, such a nerd. It's not official. I just know this kind of as how it goes in the States. I don't know what the Canadian um, version is. But, okay, yeah, so we're back. (laughs) Hello. Hello, and uh, yeah, so it's an exciting time, I think, right now, because yeah. uh, it's 2020. <laughs> it's 2020 vision, the year of uh, hindsight. Yeah, yeah. On the Zodiac, what year is it? It's rat. Well, really? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, Chinese new, uh, Lunar New Year yeah, coming uh, yeah. up is, is rat. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, Zodiac? Sorry, I meant like Lunar. You meant like, Lunar. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's, uh, if I, it's interesting, because it's a turning over of the cycle of the 12... Right. 12 animals the, the oh. rat is the first one so it's actually another transition period mm-hmm. you know and i think start of a new decade i i know i'm in a very transitional period right now yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, just to think like 10 years ago was when i graduated from high school and like that's also like yeah a whole period of my life then from 18 to like how i am old okay well, i gave it away how I, Mr. 28 years old. 20, 27. 20, When's your birthday? Uh, in three months. So oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh-huh. But yeah, so like new decade, old decades mm-hmm. come and gone. And both of us were back in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the holidays. How's, well, what'd you do? Dude, it was really good. Um, spent majority of it in Mexico. Had all a right. great time with my parents and my brother-in-law and my sister. And, and I realized just how much like... 
you know, your parents want to raise you one way, but you turn out another way. Mm. So, you know, I, I was always out. It was all-inclusive resort. So, I mean, like, the Asian side of me is I'm going to do what all-inclusives do. Yeah. I'm not going to go to sleep at 10 p.m. I'm not going to go just sit by the pool and have a, have a, a, a Shirley Temple. Uh-huh. I'm going to go and have a good time with tequila sunrises. Nice. And do shots with whoever else I want to do shots with. <laughs> so it was fun, man. Like, at the same time, kind of got my dad kind of kind of loosened up a bit. We, we taught him how to shotgun. Oh, yeah. You showed me that video. Yeah. Of, of a, of a what, 60-year-old Asian man shotgunning a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He turned 60 just last year, too. Oh, I caught it on the... I was actually right? You were oh, on I the totally, dot. I was, I was guessing. Wow. Wow, Josh. Huh. Man, you know I too guess, much, man. I guess I just... I know too much. Um, so it was just good because at the same time, like... He doesn't I, – I don't think my parents anymore have to play, like, an enforcer parent role anymore because yeah. they're like, we tried our best. We <laughs> Our kids are going to be what they're going to be now. Yeah. We can show our disapproval to things, but at the same time, like eh, – Not our fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. Is this our first fuck of the of I the guess podcast? so. I, I guess so. It. I wanted it to be natural yeah, so yeah, we yeah. get that explicit tag. Nice. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, if I was 19 years old – my dad would not be like, let's let's shotgun together. Mm. You know, not that he did, but it's like me and my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law's like like your age. I'm I'm also thirty-one. So no. he's like, oh, you don't look thirty-one. Sorry, I kind of said that almost <laughs> like I was shocked, and yet I wasn't. It came my voice. It came out weird in my voice. I didn't. I I, I think I didn't decide if I wanted it to be like yeah, yeah dude, sarcastic or not sarcastic. So my acting just, teacher, you know what what that, what he would say to that? Yeah, you're not committed to it. No, I wasn't. Exactly, I was man. not. My voice. I think that's the, that's how my voice naturally is. It's like it's not committed to being high or committed to being like yeah, low and yeah. like um full of personality is just kind of in the middle low and monotonous and just low and boring and just I, I wouldn't call you boring mm-hmm. but if i were to give you an acting cue yeah. the worst decision you can make is not a decision which is already a decision in itself yeah. so just commit to it man all right but but i loved it right. but that was good that was good though. okay 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 you're the best all right cool all right um, all right blow but, more smoke up my ass <laughs> but it but it's cool though it's like yeah my parents don't have to play an enforcer role anymore so it's like when when i ask them to do something with me it's like Although it, it might be frowned upon in their, like, Christian Chinese mm. community and everything like that. Yeah. But they're like, it's my kid that asked me to do that. I'm not going to turn down a 31-year-old invitation to do something stupid that I'd never do with my 60-year-old Christian Chinese friends. Really? Oh. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So I got a good tan out of it. Yeah. Went to Mexico, came back to Vancouver, met with a bunch of cool friends along the way that I've yeah. known since I was, like, five years old. Yeah. And every time Christmas in Vancouver, it is the busiest time. And I always think I can sit down and relax. But no, you're always busy, as I'm sure you can attest to that for your holidays. Yeah, I, I went back for like three weeks, and it was a lot of catching up. Every time I go back, it's the one time that a lot of other friends from like high school yeah, yeah. Uh, are also back. Because they're all off to like either Australia or like other parts of you know different places to do school mm-hmm. uh like med school vet school and um yeah this is the one time i'm able to to actually be able to uh see some of them no doubt uh once in a year and these are really good friends yeah yeah and it gets busy like i wasn't able to get get to everybody i'm pretty sure you you probably didn't get to everybody no no i didn't and yeah. and and it, and it sucks because then you realize like i, I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast but like <laughs> but but then you realize it's like 
you, you try to very you try to push yourself and, and try to just keep up with so much energy and, and meeting different people and you just can't combine everyone into one group. Yeah. But you realize at the same time you're just one person then. And yeah. you come to Vancouver hoping to get refreshed, renewed for a new year, but man, you just end up getting exhausted and by the time you're on the plane you just can't wait to go back to toronto so that you can go back to normal life yeah which is already a pretty crazy pace in this city too yeah i just want to come back and relax and then just like yeah, get yeah. back to your regular routine i i like i ate worse there because i would eat out more yeah, there. yeah so i gain more weight there and then when i come back i i get back into a flow <laughs> but but i have a question for you you had your homecoming party basically when you came back to vancouver yeah Oh yeah. So okay, this time around when I went back, right? This was this was the first time since I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wanted to do comedy in Toronto, uh, no, in Vancouver, and show my friends because it'll be the first time they'll be able to see me live. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I uh, got in contact with some uh, comedians in Vancouver mm-hmm. through like the comedian network I knew here. Yeah. Uh, to get some advice, uh, it was suggested that I. Uh, what is it? Email uh, yuck yucks. Mm-hmm. So just maybe a little bit uh, ahead of time to try and um, convince them that I can maybe schedule a lot more, a lot more of my friends to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were they were very gracious enough to uh, give me that opportunity to do that. Yeah, so I yeah. was able to get a good crowd out there for for their pro am night that night. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was it was definitely a great show because there were. It was a lot more people than I thought. I mm-hmm. thought there was going to be, for some reason, I thought there was going to be like max 30, 40 people. Most of them would just be my friends. <laughs> but I, f- I forgot, like, Yuck Yucks in Vancouver is pretty much the only yeah. big comedy, like, well-known comedy club left. Because exactly. the comedy mix downtown on Burrard closed, like, last year. Oh, no way, it did. I think. Oh, shit. I think winter of 2018 or something like that yeah yeah yeah. so i mean that was the one i went to most before Mm -hmm. when i was just in vancouver in in college and since they closed down i guess yuck yucks is since the only you know uh well-known club yeah yeah it it was packed that night so it was Uh like i think room capacity 150 to 170 and it was probably like 140 close wow close to room capacity and like i went up there i did five minutes and I was so happy with the results. Like mm-hmm. I was able to execute my jokes. That was the that was essentially the best performance I did up until that point. Nice, nice. And I'd only been doing two or three shows a uh, uh, a month here right. since then. So it was like kind of small shows, some bigger ones. Uh-huh. This was like the biggest audience I had since I started. Yeah, yeah. And it was in front of uh, friends and family, and I was able to do five minutes, and it's five minutes that I'm polishing off for my kind of special show on Chinese New Year's, January 24th, uh, which should, once we release this, should be very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, January 24th is called Fresh Rice. It's an all-Asian comedy night. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually right after the rice show, which Uh is also all-Asian, but those are like, you know, more experienced comics right. in and around Toronto who are Asian, uh, of Asian background. Mm-hmm. And the show I'm on is like new Asian comics. So uh, comedians who have been doing it for like a couple years. Yeah. Um, and I was felt very fortunate to be able to get on that show. Nice. So I was polishing off my uh, five minutes and yeah, I was able to really hit every joke that I, 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 uh, did. Yeah. And it was great feedback. 
I was able to showcase the best mm-hmm. um, show I could do in front of friends and family. Yeah. And I wanted my parents and my uh, sister there. Actually, okay, also, like, to talk about the Asian family thing. Yeah. Dude, I, you have a – sorry if I ruined your set, but, like, you do have a dick joke in there. Like, you're comfortable with telling, like, dick jokes in front of your parents. Oh no, but it's a it's not actually a dick dick joke. It's it's just a it's a joke that uses the term dick, but it's like not in not in like a dick joke way. It's right. It's used in a different way. <laughs> uh, I, I don't I won't say it here because I kind of want I, I need people to come to see me live. Yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. but yeah yeah I, I have minor sex jokes. <laughs> so that was also you know a thing where I thought it's like I wonder how my parents would <laughs> react to that and like. As you were, as you mentioned, Asian families is a little different now. I'm out of the house. I'm in a different city. Yeah, yeah. And I always had this thing where I was wondering, like, you know, should I? Do I want to? Do I? Do I want them to see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, at this age in my life, and like how my relationship with my parents are now, mm-hmm. it's good. It's a good relationship, I think. It's, right, it's, right. It's decent, but it's like you know, I'm not home anymore. Which, mm-hmm. okay, to be fair, thank God I'm not home anymore. <laughs> Uh, but like, because I'm, you know, I don't see them as much <laughs> as, as like, this is a moment where I should share. Okay. So I yeah, had, yeah. I had that kind of thing before I just wanted my sister there. Cause like, right. I'm, I would say I'm closer with, uh, with my sister. Cause we're, okay. We're not even same age. I'm like nine years older than her, wow. but, but we're like, you know, the siblings and stuff. So we're a little yeah, closer, yeah. but she couldn't go cause she was 18. So she wouldn't be even be able to go into the club. <laughs> so at that point it's kind of like. Well, I'm doing this kind of big thing, yeah, yeah, and I'm just I'm just imagining them maybe being uncomfortable because they've never been into a comedy club before, really. And like, oh, I'm just so. wondering how much like that Asian perspective, Chinese perspective, you know, kind of traditional. Well, not even traditional, just like old school. Yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah. even say like they're ne- necessarily traditional, traditional, but like old school. Yeah, yeah, uh, like first generation immigrants. So I was, I was <laughs> like, you know what? I've always kind of been unsure of what whether or not I wanted to show some of the things that I do yeah, with yeah, yeah. Uh, with my parents, but this one I felt like I should I needed to I should right. like if if I don't share it then I I know it's it's a memory that like I'll look back on like I wish yeah. that they had seen it. and they did saw it and they they loved seeing yeah. me perform they thought <laughs> I was the best you know biased unbiased but whatever. Um, but yeah. th- that's the thing, though. Like, I remember um, when I used to work in my VFX job yeah. before, um, I would, like, try to explain to my parents, like, what I was doing and everything like that in terms of uh, coordinating between the artists and the producers on the VFX show that we were working on. Right. Uh, one one movie that I have my name on is actually ha- the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I don't think they know what I, what, what I do right. uh, when, when I was at that job. But... The fact that I told them, and they're like, okay, well, they tried to understand. Yeah. And to be honest, I might not be doing a good job of explaining. But on their own time, and they usually don't do this too often, but just them two, they went to watch the movie. Yeah. And then they waited until, like, the very end of the credits. And the they're time. like, oh, we saw your name, Lucas. I'm like, uh, oh, hell able, yeah. Yeah. But it's just the whole thing. It's like, are you willing to share? And how much are you willing to share? Because mm. right now in our creative pursuits, we're going to be getting, like, we're, we're forming our own identity. Right. In terms of how we are as an actor, how we are as a comedian. Um, and there's going to be a lot of growing pains and a lot of weird identities we're going to take on 
when we first start up. Yeah. And how can we explain that to the people that really matter to us? Like, you know, our parents and close friends. Yeah. Because they're going to see these kind of growing pains. And it's going to be yeah. these awkward years, these kind of brace pimply years that we have. Yeah. Which are not manifested physically, but they'll be manifested in our creative pursuits. Right. And, like, you know, there, I guess there is that kind of stereotype where Asian parents will not be as um, supportive yeah. of their kids doing things that they don't think is more stable. And, uh-huh. I, and I, like, I totally understand it. But, I, I mean, to a certain degree, that's I can understand how that's, like, an Asian yeah. thing. But I think just in general, the arts, that's always an arts thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what you do, in the beginning, it will be the most unstable thing. <laughs> and then depending on whether or not you actually make it. Yeah, yeah. Have we made it? That's the you know that's the, <laughs> that's the theme of the show. Yeah, like yeah. whether or not you you actually make it, uh, I think the parents will always worry. They'll yeah. always worry about whether or not you you can you know have a stable life. You know, be able to look after yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, that night they were really they were happy to see me do it. Awesome. Afterwards, uh, I think they were they were uh, they were laughing at some of the jokes. Mm-hmm. I, it was funny that. My mom was laughing at some of the jokes that I didn't think she'd be laughing at. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you think like she sees you more as an adult rather than a son? What is? I don't know. Every time I go back, man, she's she's always like, "Why can't you just find a job here? Why can't? Why'd you have to go to Toronto?" It doesn't change, man. It's uh, we, been five years here, and we, I get that question. We, we we come all the way here from from uh, from China, and it's like <laughs> oh, in Vancouver and whatever. It's like, why do you have to go? Why do you have to go there and stuff? So yeah. So every time I go back, they always lay on. Sorry, not they. My dad is is fine. Or I think he's is fine. He he doesn't say anything about it. Uh-huh. Uh, but like my mom is like always. You know, just always laying a little bit of that guilt. No, I know. Guilt, but I no, I am, I am like a heavy wall on mm-hmm. that. I'm like, no, I'm not giving an inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say every time, nope, not what I want to do. Dude, I can totally imagine you talking to your mom with that because, like, you look like such a stoic person. <laughs> Like cold, yeah. dead eyes, well, ice in the veins uh, kind of look. Well, okay, I'm, I'm okay. I may be okay. <laughs> I may be all right. Very set in this thing. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean I'm like a, a white walker or like a, a robot. Even though I sound like a robot, to be fair. But like for this thing, I just I know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know that if if I it's not it's not fair to her. It's like every time she I know every time I go back, she'll say the same things. But oh. I gotta I gotta be like from the very beginning. This yeah. is this is what I want to do. Nothing you say will convince me. Uh, if I give you like a little bit of hope that it's gonna right. happen, then it's just I'm just making you hope for it. I, I I never I never thought of giving hope as a thing that's wrong but now you kind of like <laughs> maybe reconsider because i don't know like sometimes the lies we tell ourselves to other people are the are some of the happiest things we can do for other people <laughs> i know okay fair you know okay like, yeah i guess it's insensitive in a sense no but. no I, I get i get the uh, the truthfulness of a lot of things yeah. which is you know v- very valuable and, and very admirable uh. but like Oh, man, it's like telling your ailing grandma. It's like, I'll see you next week. She knows she's not going to see you next week. Well, she may not know. She may not well, know I mean, like, 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 imagine, like, yeah, she's about to go. And I, think, then... I think it's different. When you're talking about Asian grandparents, it's, it's different than, like, your parents. Asian grandparents, you hold them in a in a certain, uh, certain like, right. esteem, right? And, and you'll, you know, you'll want to make them feel better about, yeah. you know, certain things and stuff. But, like... For for this for this very specific thing, yeah. I'm like I have to be I have to be harsh, 
because I can't I can't make it. I guess I just can't make her think that you know that it's it's only if she tries a little harder. Like if she lays on a little bit more guilt, or if it's like if she's if she's like um, you know. Uh, maybe if she found me an actual job, yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. I think I don't want to give that inkling that like she could make this help me help me make this decision. Uh, if I nail it down that no, I want to go to Toronto. I have my yeah. reasons to go to Toronto. Nothing you or anybody will do <laughs> to will be able to make me go back to Vancouver long long term. Right now, right now, right for right, right. for my for where I am in my life. Like I just got to be straight up and like no, like I don't want that Asian guilt, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of Confucius filial piety Asian guilt that I think a lot of Asian millennials feel with their parents. It's like nope, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna succumb to that. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I guess it's different for every parent relationship with yeah. their kids and everything. But man, I. I I'll be honest, like, like I, I, I kind of used to be like that uh-huh. until I just feel incredibly shitty every time. Oh. Like, like I, I was like rebelling so hard against like my Christian background. Right. And then, but it like kind of, I, I, I'm probably giving like less credit to my parents cause I'm sure they, they can handle a lot of stuff, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure it wasn't make my mom happy when I was like, no, no to God, there's no such thing as Jesus is dead. Whoa, okay, you went that far? Well, no, I, well, I didn't say that, but I'm just like, okay. uh, I, I don't really believe anymore. Yeah. And then, but, you know, now that I come back, like, twice a year to see my parents, it's like, yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll come to church with you. Yeah. You know, but I, I'm not saying that I'm going to, like, reconvert again, but at least, like, maybe she'll have a little bit of hope that I'll come back to Jesus Christ. Right. But it's the whole thing of, yeah. just give them, give, give them some of the carrot, man. Right. It's like, I'm tired of fighting. So yeah. I'm just screw it. Who cares? Yeah, um, yeah. When I go back, I always go. I always go to church. Oh, you do? Yeah. You're, you're raised up Christian. Yes, I'm raised up Christian. Wow. And they um, uh, every ever since I've come here, they they keep telling me to go to church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. And yeah. I and I say that I w- I will go to church. <laughs> and uh, I I will I will go to church. <laughs> I will find. I will find uh, a church eventually. You know, I, it'll happen. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because I am, I am, I still go to church. Who are um, you talking to right now? Oh, uh, um, well, you know, I'm assuming my parents might will probably see this. Oh, and cool. Like, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Yang. Oh God. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, you know, I go to church when I go back. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to make sure that I, you know, show, show some, show some face and be like, um, yeah, yes. It's like, uh, well, also there are people I know at church, oh, at the cool. church that we go to. So yeah, yeah. it's like, it's nice to catch up with them. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, um, yeah. Um, I only ever went to church for the girls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but like. Uh, th- th- that and that's another thing I realize. It's like, <laughs> man, we are worlds apart, man. Like, I, I right? Yeah. I I ugh, I don't even know if I should share this. <laughs> okay, maybe it's up to you, man. So my grandmother tried to set me up with a with a Christian girl here in Toronto. Oh no way! And she cute? I don't know because I oh. didn't. I didn't. I never. I never met her. But it's kind of like mm, I don't. I you know. Either way, I kind of. Just the method of it, 
I was not super down with. Right. So I was also kind of like, no, it's it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, set me up with anybody out here because we're we're at that age. Yeah, I'm getting into that age now (laughs) where they're really they're starting to be like, oh, you should get married. Uh, and when it, when it, whenever they say stuff like that, I always oh I take it to the next level. It's like yes, next time I come back, I'll have a kid. Next time, that's what see, you want. That's your lie. That, oh no, wait, are, are you saying that to your parents? Yeah. No, see, I'm saying it in like a way where it's like oh yeah, no, you're right. I'm gonna come back with a wife. I'm gonna come back with a kid like like that way. So it's not it's not serious. Okay, is I'm not being serious, but I'm like I'm I'm almost calling their 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 bluff yeah, or the yeah. guilt issue thing is like oh you got to find it. it's like yes no you're absolutely right yeah I should see that that's how i am with like christianity and church and everything yeah. it's like yes i'll do it yes yes but you know you don't really follow up but at least give them that that nugget mm. that's what i'm saying yeah yeah it's but funny like, it's funny there are certain things i will be hard on yeah, yeah but yeah. then there are things like that where it's like oh i just you know what yes i will i will go to church i will find a church here in <laughs> toronto um find a good christian girl i will find a yes yes mother <laughs> oh man this is not where i wanted this podcast to go um d- did we want to talk about goals yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we should I mm, we should uh, switch to something else because yeah, yeah. I'm starting to reveal more than I anticipated. Josh, uh, this is what this podcast is about. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we we touched on some good stuff, great stuff. Uh, but yes, okay. So 2020, <laughs> start of a new 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 decade, um, uh, a period of transition. Yeah. For me, just starting this comedy thing. You know, I don't know where it's gonna go. Uh, I mean, you know. Netflix special would be great, mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously, you know, I'm only six months in. No expectation that that's actually going to happen. So it's just Put a it matter of like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm looking forward to the next decade. Awesome. And if we're gonna go with some goals, yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll share some goals for this year. I think for me, I've got a solid five to seven minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think by the end of the year, I want. I want to hit certain milestones on that. I want right. to have like a tight 10, Ooh, a 10 uh, minute, 10 minutes at a certain point. Nice. Like I can, I think I can do 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I have a, an amazing 10 minutes. Like now I can do like a, an, a, a quality five. Mm-hmm. So a tight five and maybe a tight seven. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough for a tight 10. I want to maybe by the end of the year, uh, be able to do, uh, 15 or a 20 cool cool cool. but that's also like you know that's that's pretty um lofty yeah yeah, yeah. a goal well, um but just to do more uh open mics write mm-hmm. more material uh i signed up for this thing in toronto called the comedy brawl nice and it's basically kind of a city-wide uh tournament uh challenge of like comedians various levels mm-hmm. you get into it you do a bunch of pre-round shows based on your material based on audience votes you can move on to the next uh round and i want to take take that challenge see how far i can go cool cool um and then kind of yeah use probably use that as a way of vehicle of challenging myself to do more comedy yeah yeah yeah. and maybe i don't know like because the fresh rice uh theater or studio show which is going to be at the glenn gould Mm-hmm. Uh, CBC studio. Nice. Um, because that's going to be recorded. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be professionally shot uh, and released as a YouTube kind of mini series, comedy mm-hmm. series. 
in May for the Asian Heritage Month that cool. night, uh, that month, that uh, maybe I can use that as a way of also trying to get more shows. Nice. I don't know, maybe submit it to a festival. that, yeah, m- But that man. might be too early to do that. <laughs> but you know what? Just uh, for now, it's like try to get a, a good 15 to 20 by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do the comedy brawl nice. pretty much. And uh, what about you for acting goals? Like, you know, what do you, what do you think you want to accomplish by the end of the year? Yeah. So one of the first things I do need to have is a demo reel. I need to make that. Right. But first of all, that comes with more footage. So I need more footage first. Um, one of the things I have to do is to book more gigs so that I can get that footage too. Yeah. Um, I know it's almost kind of unreasonable to like have a finite number of how many things I want to book because at the end of the day, it's it's not really up to me. I can try my very best at the auditions. Yeah. But my goal is to book at least six projects. Okay. This in this calendar year. Yeah. Uh, majority of them, I'm hoping for a goal is to have more uh, scripted uh, with lines series or other films too. I've done some commercial work and everything like that, but most of the time it's silent on camera. Yeah. So you're just like reacting to things. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, react to this slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Pretend like you're having a good beer. Yeah. So like the difference between um, like the scripted stuff and the silent on camera stuff is that with the scripted stuff, I can actually like build a character, mm-hmm. have a backstory and have real motivation going into my scenes. Right. Which is in total contrast to, Hey, walking from point A to point B, carrying this beer yeah. and saying hi to your friends. Uh, okay. Like, so it'll, it, it'll feel more like you're actually getting somewhere. Yeah. Is, is that, is that kind of, cause like I know there's in terms of extras and kind of background work, <laughs> it can get, um, I mean, it's good to do some work, mm-hmm. uh, but then, you know, once you, I, there's also levels to that, right? Yeah, like yeah. being not, not only just a, an extra, but like a scripted extra mm-hmm. and then going to actually having a part to being like a credited part. Are, are those like, how, is that how you would describe the levels at this stage? Yeah. Say? Yeah. So like in, 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 in extra work, there's of course the extras and then you get the special skill extras, special which, skill. which actually, so they call them, um, SSEs special wow. skill extras. Yeah. And they actually get paid like pretty good, like 36 bucks an hour, depending uh, on the skill that they have. Yeah. But like, that's not principal work. Yeah. The principal work, you either get an actor role, a principal actor, and then you get like lead actor, which are like the three categories. Someone can correct me in the comments or something like that. Yeah. But, um, one of the main things, of course, this year I want to get more and more into is scripted dramas for either an actor role or at least a principal role. Okay. That's the main thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that all comes with more training mm. that I have to get. So, of course, more training and also building up a community of like-minded actors, too. That's one of my goals. Right. Because, again, we might have said this in the intro episode. Yeah. Creative endeavors, man. So long as yeah. they're a team building kind of thing, right. it is a really lonely thing when you're not on set or when yeah. you're not on stage. You know? Yeah, like I, I hear a lot of there's a lot of downtime. Yeah, um, yeah. And then like there are things you have to do in order to get more opportunities. <laughs> I actually I don't know. I guess I, I was interested in that, to get your opinion on like for you whether or not you, would you consider even doing theater. Oh man, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm really afraid of onstage stuff. Right. Like, props to the people who can do it. Yeah. But but for now, no. I, I think I want to stick with on camera stuff. Okay. Okay. 
because learning to act on camera yeah. is really different from acting on stage. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause like you can, you can pretty much stop redo a take. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, it may take hours before you reset the next shot. Whereas yeah, yeah. in theater, like you gotta be, you gotta know everything and be ready to go do mm -hmm. it live day in, day out. Exactly. So if anything, it, I feel like it is so separate, a preparation and yeah, yeah. environment that it's almost like a different style of art form, even though it's still within the, within the realm of acting. I mean, you could even say like stand-up comedy is a form of oh, acting and it's, it's a form of theater. Yeah, yeah. Performance art. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's, I feel like there's different elements, a bit of elements of both of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like in the future, probably like if I get anywhere, mm -hmm. um, then acting or getting uh, TV spots or TV time is definitely mm -hmm. going to be important. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So then, so then for you, uh, let's. So we we got a little bit of our goals for the for the year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. You want to get your reel, uh, a reel done by the end of the year, some more mm -hmm. acting um, spots, scripted spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, kind of like 15 to 20 minutes of good material. If I can do that by the end of the right, year, right. it'll be solid. Mm -hmm. uh, and then do the comedy brawl. But, okay, let's try, just because, like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Let's just go, like, what's the pinnacle, pinnacle, pinnacle goal? Like, yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. A almost unachievable goal, but it's, like, the goal you would be like, oh, man, this would be amazing, almost, like, this would be the career I would like to do. Right, right. Yeah. Man, like, of course, I, I think for anybody that's becoming an actor, it's always, like, a lead actor in a series or in a TV show yeah. or an elite actor in a movie and everything. But, like, I condensed, this, I condensed this down when I was talking about my dreams and goals to my dad when we were driving up to Whistler one time. Oh, really? Okay. And, and I just told him, I'm like... Hey, you, you know, like people have asked me th this question. It's like, wh when, when do you think yeah. you've achieved something great? And it's, and I told them it's, um, it's the day that I can take care of my parents and my in-laws and by doing a craft that I absolutely love. Yeah. You know, if I could buy them a place one day, that'd be my dream. Yeah. You know, but I think that's when I know I've, I've achieved something good when I can pass whatever gifts I have on to the people who have taken care of me and to whatever future family I have, you know? I, I don't mean to make this sound so sentimental. Oh, I really didn't. so wholesome. No, but it's oh, like... Oh, you're, you're not ready to be chewed out by the industry. Oh. Yeah. No, but this is good. Yeah. This is good. You know why it's good? Because it's like, oh, you're, you're so wholesome. You have these lofty dreams. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's almost like, oh, just get ready. Just like a year in, like once you get a little bit somewhere, you're gonna get screwed over. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna no. be like, oh, you're gonna have such a. Oh, I don't want to say cynical, but it's like, <laughs> it feels like you're setting yourself up to oh, be like. Oh, I know. It's like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Towards the end of the movie, is like you've been fucked over so much. It's like, <laughs> oh, I just, I can't. It's just like, oh, you're you're just like a curmudgeon. But but isn't that the thing though? It's like almost like an abusive, toxic relationship. Yeah. It's like. I've I've continually dealt with that with like shitty employers and everything like that within the industry that I'm in. Mm. Before before acting, like I was in, I was in uh, marketing and creative development for script writing and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, doing great work, but with like really shitty people. Ah, uh, okay. But it's it was never about what I'm realizing more and more. And oh yeah, one of my goals for next year is or this year is to get a therapist. Cause solid. Yeah, you know, I I think I really do need to do that. Yeah. Because I'm realizing more and more. It was never about the other people. Right. 
Oh. Of course, people in power, they can fuck you over. They totally can. Yeah. But it's, are you willing to stomach the price for whatever you're doing? Yeah. Everyone has a price. Are you willing to pay it? Yeah. And how long are you willing to pay it? Yeah. If you love the craft, hopefully that love will carry you forward. Okay. But at the same time, you're going to meet shitty people no matter what. Yeah. And how much are you willing to put up with it? And that's a question everyone has to answer for themselves. Yeah. And like, well, I mean, I think that's also really respectful to try to um, get into therapy, have a therapist. Because I think, yeah. obviously, I'm imagining in, when it comes to acting, being able to be in touch with your emotions, knowing why you yeah. uh, feel the way you feel for whatever reason. I think mm -hmm. it just it kind of makes sense that that would help you in terms of getting to the emotional core of, a, of an acting yeah. job or, or whatever. Um and just more broadly, I think for for anybody, because yeah. I, I get that maybe like having a therapist might be kind of like a bourgeoisie thing. Like no, no. Well, I think that's I think that's changing quite a bit. No, now. no for like sure. It's, maybe before it's kind of like well, obviously therapy is expensive, but I think yeah, maybe yeah. before it was it does seem like something that's uh, out of reach for um, a lot of people, or there's a stigma to it. But mm -hmm. I think the more people go into therapy, the the better it is yeah. for for them yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely man you can't always just unload on your friends and your yeah. significant others because yeah. they're not licensed people they're yeah yeah you're right and um but i think a good thing is like because and you also, i actually wasn't expecting you to say that so wholesome so be like you know what you just want to take care of your family because that was that, that's not what i thought when i was asking when i was thinking about this question yeah yeah like yeah. i was but it's like the good thing that you that you have that is that you can use that as like a north star yeah to yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know guide you as as long as it can guide you um <laughs> towards that goal and i think that's a, a respectable goal um yeah. story back to you josh yeah what's yeah. your lofty goal so for me i was actually thinking kind of like what would be the point in a in a career for me as a as a comedian um that i would love to be in would be like living in the village in new york in new york yeah yeah okay so that's where like the mecca of comedy is mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah is um the comedy cellar the village underground the um uh i think it's like oh i forgot what it is it's kind of embarrassing but there's a cafe right above the comedy cellar that mm -hmm. um that is where all the comedians hang out oh cool before they go do their uh do their spots yeah, yeah and it's like oh that's just where you'll just have like michael che walk in nice and last time i was in new york i i specifically went to that ca cafe because i knew that's where those comedians are and yeah, it's yeah. like there's a back table uh -huh. at the at the back of the back of the cafe that's only for comedians nice and that's that's where like all the top comedians will go there hang out yeah yeah, yeah. and like nobody else in the place can sit there like you're that's dope basically that and like some other tables in front it's always the comedians they're eating hanging out drinking yeah, yeah. chilling and then the rest of the restaurant it's like you can go in and sit with uh like if you're a tourist or somebody visiting mm -hmm. you can go sit there and, and eat there and it's like i'm just imagining man just to be able to sit at that table mm -hmm. and be like part of that group with the best of the best yeah yeah yeah. i think that would be like that would be the point where it's like i i guess that would be the point where i think nice. i fully made it yeah yeah, like yeah. fully made it because mm -hmm. like in canada it's it's tough to really um be a full-fledged 
like popular comedian yeah because there's there's certain limits to it uh there's not as many uh, opportunities for like tv shows productions Uh um in terms of comedy and touring they're you know they're not going to be as big um uh, locations mm-hmm. not as many big locations um and it just seems like the the hollywood machine yeah yeah, yeah. in the u.s there's just a lot more opportunities that's also where like you know the big names are and you kind of look up to them yeah. so i think that little corner table at the back of um what is that cafe what is that cafe this is okay this is actually embarrassing because i should know this oh my god josh know your craft <laughs> Uh, Next, you're going to tell me what a bit is. <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, vegan Cafe Club. So for the people who are listening on audio right now, just Josh is looking it up on Google Maps yeah. for that cafe. It's it's Olive Tree Cafe and Bar. Olive okay. Tree Cafe and Bar. Oh, my God. Is it Italian? Does it have good food? I think so. Oh, it has great. Last time I was there, I had, like, one of the best burgers. Oh, so there's actually, like, you know, good well, food. The it's food is like, actually good. And you know oh, what? Shit. If it's, like, comedians who are there who are, like, um, uh, what is it, eating the food, like, I kind of expect it to be good or else they're not going to eat it there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the Olive Tree Cafe, I think, is one of my favorite places to go to because, like, you nice. can just see all the comedians who walk in. And if you know them, like, you can just pick them out as they walk in. Yeah, yeah. So Olive Tree Cafe, being at that table, that would be, like, one of the goals as a comedian uh, mm-hmm. for me. But also, I think... Just in general, being able to tour in the States and in, in Canada, if I doing stadiums would be amazing. But I don't think stadiums necessarily match my style. Mm. I think stadiums, you need a lot more energy. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, if like theater tours, nice. lofty, lofty, high, highest goals, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, Netflix special, streaming specials. That nice. would be like, if I can get one, then it's like, yeah, that, that'd be a great great achievement (laughs) um but obviously you know cognizant of the fact that it takes years to get there to a stage where you're even where you're even good (laughs) enough to have like a style really picked out so i'm only six months in and you know it's just it's a it's a it's a dream throwing it out there nice uh but yeah so that's that. So it's l- a lot less family related than yours. So I'm going to come off as asshole. In addition to that, yes, I do want my Academy Award. I do want my Golden Globe. I do want my SAG Award too. So yeah, but the but the fact is, you that's not what you said first, and that that matters. So we know that in your heart, you care about. Uh, just uh, he's too wholesome. Uh, too wholesome. I don't want to be run over though, man. Now you got me afraid. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So we got. Yeah, we got those out. So we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. This is the yeah. first episode of the podcast. We'll see what happens, where this podcast goes. What's uh-huh. like, where do you, what, what are your goals for the podcast then for the year? Um, I, I just want people to actually listen. I don't really have like a number that I want to get towards, like a number yeah. of views. Because at the end of the day, it's like, I'm doing this for myself. Like I yeah. said this at the very beginning. Yeah. I'm doing this to catalog my own experiences and our own experiences. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, yes, I, I should have also added this for this year one of my goals is to have at least 20 good episodes of this podcast and it's a okay. good recurring thing to yeah. actually again catalog our own experiences but yeah. also have a good time doing it because this is fun man yeah i never thought like my apartment would be a cool place to do a, a podcast it just work it just happened to work out pretty well like it's a clean yeah. space you know you had this table and everything and it kind of worked out exactly um yeah it's oh it's, 
But also, yes, to, to also build on that. Yeah. Um, another goal for this podcast for me is to actually, again, build that community of yeah. like like-minded creatives in comedy and acting as we have them on guests too. Right. So that we can, you know, have an outreach and also have people that we respect listen to this thing so that they can also get a vibe for how Toronto is in terms of yeah the creative industry. Toronto, Toronto scene. Um, mm-hmm. How about for you? Uh, it, it, you can kind of tell now how different we are in our thought process. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you were thinking, like, at first you were thinking, you know, experience, you know, what I want to attain from it um, personally. I, I was thinking, I thought more metrics. So I was, <laughs> I was actually thinking uh, 500. I think 500 views concur average you know, within per the first episode? within the first month like if we track oh. it out blah, blah 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 okay uh if we can increase uh, you know our followings on our various uh, social medias which we de- we set up a couple days ago yeah 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 uh i think for instagram and for twitter right now it's so it's have we made it yet h w m i y podcast so it's HWMIY podcast. We'll get much more familiar with saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and <laughs> then on the YouTube channel, we're also still building it. But it's basically, have we made it yet? Uh, question mark podcast. Right, and right, right. This, you know, this will be on that. <laughs> so um, basically, it's like if we can maybe get. Uh, I think we can make a hundred followers on those. Yeah, sure. At least minimum. Yeah, you know, maybe up to five. Okay, like end of the end of the year, five hundred. We'll set. I'll set it up as like a 500 thing. Okay. If we can get it, if we make it, can't get it, you know, we'll we'll be able to at least compare it cool. to something we set out. Cool, cool, uh, cool. So I, yeah, I guess I was much more metric and like analytics. I like it though, man. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, hey, it's that's also good because we have different perspectives very clearly on yeah. approaching a, a question. So we uh-huh. also we shouldn't be saying this. It's not interesting if we say the same thing. But yeah, I think uh, I think that could be something we could do, and like we could because we want to do it like weekly. I think we could definitely do twenty good ones for sure with guests. Uh, There's fifty two weeks in a year. Yeah, fifty two weeks in a year, so we can get it. Yeah, we can I get think twenty is gonna. I think we'll blow blow by that. <laughs> but other than that, I think yeah, this, that feels feels good, right? Yeah, it feels great. Week, we yeah. set some expectations, set some goals, and now we'll just start this journey and see what happens. Fucking right, man. Yeah. All right. All right. We good? Yeah, I think we are. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 